it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Joe Biden says that we are going to defend Taiwan militarily. He did not say that we will provide aid and support. He said we will defend Taiwan militarily. Did Mark Milley? We need to know that Mark Milley went behind Joe Biden's back and discussed this with his counterpart in China because that's exactly what he did to Donald Trump when Donald Trump wasn't even talking about going to war with China. Remember this? Headline, NBC. Top General Milley reassured China and others in secret calls as Trump pushed election lies, spokesman says. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Mark Milley, placed two phone calls to his Chinese counterpart in the waning months of Donald Trump's presidency to secretly reassure Beijing that the United States would not attack the country, a spokesman for Milley confirmed Wednesday. The calls were first reported in a forthcoming book, Peril, by Washington Post journalists Bob Woodward and Robert Costa. Quote, his calls with the Chinese and others in October and January were in keeping with these duties and responsibilities, conveying reassurance in order to maintain strategic stability said the spokesperson, Colonel Dave Butler. All of military Milley's calls were coordinated with the rest of the Department of Defense and other relevant agencies, Butler said. Milley did not tell Trump about the calls. You know, the commander-in-chief. The commander-in-chief, who was not even threatening military action with China. Now listen to this from USA Today. September 18, 2021. Preventing war. Why General Mark Milley's secret calls to China deserve a medal. Those calling for the head of Mark Milley have it all wrong. The four-star general and chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff may have well saved American lives by thwarting a deadly Chinese miscalculation in the closing weeks of the Trump administration. Milley spoke twice with his Chinese counterpart of the People's Liberation Army during this period, according to the book Peril, by Bob Woodward and Robert Costa of the Washington Post. Both times it was a caution a caution to General Li Chang not to make a terrible mistake. China claims control of 80% of the South China Sea, something the United States and other nations reject. The result is that American naval forces conduct fleet exercises in those waters or sail through to demonstrate the freedom of navigation rights. The Chinese hate this, complain bitterly, and yet they accept these are not acts of war. But what if one day they concluded otherwise? What if they decided because of a, a wider-ranging series of extreme circumstances that a U.S. destroyer streaming into the, steaming into the sea was part of some coordinated attack? They would believe every second they failed to act only compounded the hazard to Chinese lives. They might sink it. The United States would be compelled to respond in equal or greater measure. China might then do the same, and where would the violence end? Might there be war? So the media and the Democrats, because Bob Woodward could do no wrong, he is the inspiration to every phony left-wing journalist ever since Richard Nixon. We now have the commander-in-chief threatening China with war. We have the commander-in-chief threatening China with war. What's the media doing? Nothing. They're not concerned. It's Joe Biden, right? Headline, Associated Press, Biden. U.S. would intervene with military to defend Taiwan. 
President Joe Biden said Monday that the United States would intervene militarily if China were to invade Taiwan, saying the burden to protect Taiwan is even stronger after Russia's invasion of Ukraine. It was one of the most forceful presidential statements in support of self-governing in decades. Wow, powerful. Biden is sending a message to the world's superpowers that he's not going to take any of their, their overreach. Are you serious? You now have Joe Biden talking about a shooting war with China. A shooting war with China. A hot war. Donald Trump threatened no such thing with China. He wanted China at the negotiating table to deal with tariffs on steel. You know, it's Joe Biden. It was Biden and Ratner, Steve Ratner, under the Obama-Biden administration that essentially gave away half of our auto industry to China. See, we gave General Motors $50 billion, and you know what they did with it? They expanded their plants in China. That's what they did. See, China also helped out General Motors. On the demand, they expand over there. How much expansion did we get here? Very little, if any. I can go back and bring up all the relevant headlines if I need to. We've been giving our economy away to China for years. Now, what happens normally is someone like Bernie Sanders comes running along. This is what the, 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 the Republicans free trade. It's not free trade. Free trade means you don't tariff and you don't subsidize. And you don't VAT tax. Like Germany does. Well, sure, they'll let They'll let Ford Mustangs uh, roll in. But at the point of sale, there's a VAT tax. That, that's how they do it. And we don't say anything about it. You want to know why our industries are getting killed? Because on one side, you have some Republicans. I believe in free market capitalism. If somebody, if an American motorcycle rider, let's say, wants to ride a Ducati. And I've used that example before. And we have a friendly relationship with, with Italy. And an Italian rider, conversely, wants to ride a Harley Davidson. Well, so be it. Neither the Italian nor the American should have to pay the government for the privilege of riding a motorcycle of his choosing, especially when we're talking about a friendly nation. Now, it's true. It's 100% true that trade does sometimes involve pretty terrible, awful people and pretty terrible, awful nations with pretty terrible, awful policies. The United States cannot fix the world. The United States cannot be the world's police. Oh, there you are with your isolationism. Not an isolationist. I'd like to tweak non-interventionalism a little bit more. I don't think the United States has to spill blood in every single nation where there's a conflict. Other nations have their own militaries and their own security forces. And if they don't, we have to ask why. If you look at our foreign aid programs, we are bankrolling any number of nations as if they don't have an economy of their own or you know what, they're never going to develop one because why should they? Why should Honduras develop itself economically 
when it could just wait for the next foreign aid package. Same thing for many African nations. You know, like, they complain that they have ethnic cleansing and genocide. You know, we have activists and lobbyists here pushing our Congress to do more in some of these nations. Instead of saying, you know what, maybe you guys ought to get yourselves together. Get your you-know-what together over there. Because if we keep sending money and we keep sending troops, why should they change anything? Why should they change anything? If I have to, I'll bring up my old piece by Andrew M. Wenda, an African economist who says, you know, sending food aid is thwarting the development, is retarding the development of African agriculture in many nations because people just wait for the free stuff. Their governments just wait for the next aid package. They give out scraps to the people to keep them happy or at least fed, and they keep the rest of it for themselves. And that's not developing a free market. But if Donald Trump ever made a bold statement, you know, Obama did it, threw down the red line. If you throw down red lines, you want to know what's detrimental to national security when you throw red down red lines that you don't back up. If you say to China, if you say to China, you take one step towards an invasion of Taiwan, you're going to meet the U.S. military, and then we don't do it, then what? Then what? Whatever fear or threat that we issued to Russia about sanctions, they rolled right over it. Let's listen to uh, the statesman. The man of experience, sat in the Foreign Relations Committee, knows everything there is to know. Cut one. Are you willing to get involved militarily to defend Taiwan if it comes to that? Yes. You are? That's the commitment we made. We support the one China policy. We report all, all that we've done in the past. But that does not mean, it does not mean that China has the ability, has the, excuse me, the jurisdiction to go in and use force to take over Taiwan. So we stand firmly with Japan and with other nations that not to let that happen. And uh, my expectation is it will not happen. It will not be attempted. And my expectation is a lot of it depends upon just how strongly the world makes clear that that kind of action is going to result in long-term disapprobation by the rest of the community. So there's no official agreement between the United States and Beijing as it relates to Taiwan. We don't have a treaty. There's no treaty. Is he serious? I mean, is he serious? Is he ready to commit the United States to a war with China? Notice there's no, no concern. In the media. They're not worried. If Donald Trump had said he was readying for a war with China, they would lose their minds. They would lose their damn minds. Wine six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. You know, I have to wonder the Taiwan Relations Act of nineteen seventy nine. An act to help maintain peace, security, and stability 
in the Western Pacific and promote the foreign policy of the United States by authorizing the continuation of commercial, cultural, and other relations between the people of the United States and the people of Taiwan and for other purposes. China was a very different nation in 1979. But if that's what President Biden is standing on, Article 5, to provide Taiwan with arms and a, of a defensive character. Article 6, or Line 6, to maintain the capacity of the United States to resist any resort to force or other forms of coercion that would jeopardize the security or socioeconomic system of the people on Taiwan. Okay. I guess we are readying for war if China decides to invade. The same people that planned the Afghanistan withdrawal will be the same people planning a war with China on their own turf, by the way. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. No concern. No questioning. Where's Mark Milley? Who's he talking to over there? We're right. They're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.